Welcome to the Freelance Forward podcast, a show that helps you create and run your own business to enjoy the freedom, control, and flexibility it brings. I'm your host Ching Chen, a freelance conference interpreter and language instructor. On this show, I sit down with fellow freelancers from different industries to discuss lessons learned, ideas and strategies, challenges and opportunities. So the rest of us can connect, share best practices, and gather tools and resources to move our freelance business forward. Thanks for spending some time with us today, and let's get started. Before Freelance Forward was established, there hasn't been much support for solopreneurs from around the world, but based in Belgium, especially in English. So in this episode, I'm sitting down with Molly Henderson, an Australian native. And an expat freelancer to find out how she sets up and runs her business. Molly is the co-founder of Sound On Yoga. She used to be a professional dancer and performing artist, and her years of experience teaching yoga spread over Australia, Indonesia, and Costa Rica. Molly and I met at a pop-up summer bar when she was giving a group of yogis an outdoor vinyasa flow experience. Wearing noise-canceling headphones and listening to the music sets curated by herself to inspire and uplift. So yeah, she's sitting right in front of me right now.、Oh、Welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. That what a beautiful introduction. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm touched. It's like so nice to to be here with you and、um, just. I remember after class, you came and asked me、right. to do the podcast. I was like.、Oh, That's like a dream for me, absolutely. So yeah, I'm happy to be here and、um, happy to share my my thoughts with you, my my mind with you.、Um, let's kick off with three rapid fire questions.、Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing about freelancing? My favorite thing about freelancing is the freedom that it allows to、um, create, and that it is just. This infinite ability that you have to go in the direction that your soul and you, your being wants to go in, and you、mm. have this freedom. So it's definitely freedom. <laughs> right.、Yeah. Um, if you were a wrestler, that would be what would be your entrance theme song? A wrestler. <laughs> a wrestler entrance theme song.、Um, <laughs> that is a good question. Oh my gosh, I need my Spotify playlist. Where is it right now? Um, I would probably say I can't say a song for sure, but it's probably gonna be like a Cardi B song, hip hop, rap.、Mm. She's American.、Mm. She is like just so big and extravagant, and I just love her vibe. She just takes up space, and her lyrics are pretty. Like, what's the word? Her lyrics really push boundaries、right. in certain directions.、Um, but I. Love her energy, and I feel like when you listen to her music, it's like you're just like getting ready. I wouldn't put it in my yoga class for sure,、mm. but I it's a different love her vibe. vibe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but、that's、it sounds it. like it sounds like she's a good 
performing artist. Oh, totally. Yeah, ah, okay, yeah. That she's kind. great. You'll have to listen to her after this podcast, after we record it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure because I'm not really following what's, 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 yeah, what's hot nowadays on, yeah, on the what's radio. Hot. What's the hit list? And yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm very, I'm more like a Frank Sinatra kind of girl. Oh, also beautiful, <laughs> also beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Um, next question. Yeah. Name one cool feature you would add to your dream house. Ooh, one cool feature yeah. and like this is probably expected I would add a really cool small personal space that I can wake up to and just roll out my mat and it's like a meditation station and I would is it like a capsule capsule kind of space kind of, I mean it's kind of like this space that you have up here it's beautiful it's got plants it's like cozy gezellig is that the word in Dutch yeah, yes <laughs> and, yeah and carpet and just like cozy yeah like that's my cool feature nothing too crazy mm, talking about houses I know that um you and your partner intentionally decide on not owning a house we do yes we and do. you're house sitting somewhere yeah. in, in Drungen, yeah right yeah that's yeah. it how do you feel about that decision and and why i mean why this yeah. kind of like nomad lifestyle lifestyle yeah mm. yeah that's it um first of all i mean i talked about freedom you know i i, I like the word freedom and and i love that about being a freelancer because my family are from australia and and he's from belgium we love the freedom of being able to travel so when we go to australia once a year and visit my family then you know because we're house sitting we don't have that kind of mortgage that's tricky to travel and and, and visit my family because we have to pay the mortgage it's kind of a financial thing but it really allows us that financial freedom to um, move in which direction that we want and just go with the flow a bit yeah it's a little bit different and I know some people listening will be like that's crazy house sitting it's not easy all the time Um, but I love the garden and I love to they have a beautiful garden and yeah I love to to get into the garden and just yeah, go with and it floor. allows you to have the lifestyle you want. Like exactly. How how much time? How many months do you spend in Belgium, in mm. Australia, and yeah. in other countries? Probably in Bali. I know you like yeah, to go to Bali. I do. Yeah. Well, Bali. Um, I mean, of course, pandemic is the exception. Um, Bali. We would love to go. That's where I originally met my partner. We will go to Bali for two or three weeks a year, mm. um, and we will visit my family in Australia for sometimes like a lump visit like quite a big chunk visit so like a yummy six weeks or something like that yeah so and then the rest of it we're here in Belgium and I'm just going 110% on to sound on yoga that's how we roll Mm, you guys met in Bali and what happened then what yeah what oh my god made you make up your mind to yeah to move away from from the sunshine, from the golden beaches, oh my from gosh. the warmth right? in, in Australia. That's everything that we crave yeah. for here. In Belgium. So, what was really going through your mind when you made up that oh my gosh. decision? And, and not only to, to come here, but also to, to yeah. start eventually start a business here. Right. Um. One word, and it's love. <laughs> it makes you do crazy things the craziest things and I think oh I get this question so often like you're from Australia what are you doing in Belgium and yeah like I I met him in Bali and he was just such a beautiful person and so open um so excited and we both love to surf so we had that interest in common and 
I don't know. We, you know, we we moved to Belgium and he somehow convinced me because of this love is blind thing. Let's oh, go for he it. Convinced you. Convinced so. me. Mm. But it, it wasn't even that. It was more like as an Australian, I need to say this. And for anyone's listening who's from Belgium or otherwise. You, what were his bargaining trips to get you Bargaining here? trips. Yeah, yeah. But I don't even think I needed that much um, convincing. Love is yeah. profound enough. Profound, to, yeah. yeah. And oh, I just you know he was so beautiful and um we are we moved so quickly because for me as Mm. an Australian we love Europe like we think wow Belgium you can get on a train and then you're in France like that's like a lifetime we only do that once or twice in our life as an Australian so for us if you're listening you need to realize like for Australians we love to travel Europe. So. I kind of understand. And also, yeah. if you're an Australian, you're kind of far away from absolutely everywhere. You're isolated. Right? It's quite, mm. yeah, we're quite isolated. I mean, mm. it's beautiful weather. And the weather here in Belgium is right now, it's quite cold, but it does make you appreciate the summer even more. So that's true. Got it. Yeah, I'm keeping it positive. <laughs> that's true. And yeah. how did you decide to start a business here? A mixture of things. As you mentioned, um, I started, you know, I met Tom in Bali and I was teaching in Bali. I also taught in Costa Rica and I've only ever taught outside, actually. I've only ever led a yoga practice with people outside in nature. And so for me, it was almost like a natural progression to go from, you know, these beautiful areas to I'm in Belgium. And I said, well, am I going to teach yoga here? What am I going to do? Like, so... I want to teach outside and it was just a natural progression of finding this path and also so it was this kind of natural progression mixed with this total support of of my partner um and he just his blind confidence in and Mm. and support was just like that's what I was saying the other day when we we had lunch together Ching it was like this like total support almost like blew me away and he said you can do this you can do it like I love your teaching. I love being outside. It's such a beautiful vibe. Like, just go for it. And yeah, I guess I just... Yeah, it's interesting because like, Mm. I am quite skeptical or careful Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. cautious because the first thing that would pop up in my mind would be if you want to do yoga here outdoor, half of the time or 80% of the time, the yeah. weather is shit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. There's did, definitely been. Did he it's... talk to you about that? Yeah, he okay. did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I actually arrived in the beginning of winter, so from the beginning it was. Yeah, it was. It's not a. But we'll get to. That. I'll definitely explain some. Mm. We've had some challenges, but yeah, it's not easy. And and as you know, if you live in Belgium and you're listening as well, like you have about five months of a year that we can practice outside. So the rest. It's just winter. Yeah, that's it. The rest <laughs> is winter. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah. Tell us, um, how does a typical session of mm-hmm. at Sound Yoga look like? It looks on the outside a certain way, but I would love to explain how it feels. So for me, yoga is all about how it feels. I don't know. You, you'll turn up. I mean, you've been to a class too, Ching. Mm-hmm. So you kind of understand. And that was a park class that we had yeah. in Ghent every Saturday. Um, But let's talk about the beach because you're not sure of that. So you come to the beach. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's the morning. You just stroll up and you just like get there and you meet me and I'll check you in. We'll 
just put some headphones on and I always like to have a really beautiful morning song, whether that's Xavier Rudd, um, Follow the Sun, that's my favorite one. And yeah, just, just to allow everyone some time to just ground first. So when we start, oh, you know, change the, the playlist will begin and, and we'll just start just sitting like we're doing now, sitting on the earth and the ground and just being present with what is with us so being present with a beautiful sea in front of us being present with how our bodies are feeling so taking like 10 15 minutes to just like ground and be with ourselves and check in then we you know move our bodies maybe we sweat a little bit so really active flow and just kind of breaking away all of this stagnant feeling that we have in our body when we're sitting on a computer working all week and just allowing ourselves to really move and sometimes groove a little bit so we dance a little bit or get a little bit little bit strange out of our comfort zone expanding our comfort zone through movement and then we end just like falling into after a bit of stretching we end with just falling into just a blissed out meditation and like there's nothing and when you're on the beach I mean and it's sunny it's just like Oh, such a beautiful feeling. And I love to to guide people through this because it's this feeling of people finish feeling, even if you're not into yoga and you're not flexible, you finish feeling like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, it's just a, a beautiful feeling of connection with each other, but you're also moving in your own little cocoon with your headphones. Mm, so. I, I, yeah, I do have yeah. a question. Mm, um, shoot, go for it. Because I'm wondering, so doing yoga on the beach, I still yeah. have to. Yeah. Try that, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to <laughs> um, that. Yeah. So you have the noise cancelling headsets yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So actually, do you hear the music or do you also hear the, the waves? The waves, yeah. yeah. That is a great question. I love the sound of the waves myself because I'm a surfer and, and a lot of people do. That's why they come to Belgium. The sound of the waves of the sea is aren't too loud sometimes. There's not mm. always surf in Belgium. But mm. um, I like to use certain music that really allows this kind of, especially at the beginning, soft music that allows the sound of, of the sea also come through into your headphones. Ah. Yeah, I'm really particular with the music I use. So, yeah, and, and incorporating sometimes they even have um, wave or whale noises in sound in, in the music in the playlist. So it's always... I always love to kind of bring it back to the sea. That's that's a yeah. good strategy. It's it's like immerse yeah. yourself in the surrounding that you're in. Yeah. Blend it with music. Blend it in, yeah. Uh. And just like, oh, I love music. And I think music is so healing and nature is so healing. And, you know, every time I go to the beach, I think, I mean, the beach is my favorite place to practice. Don't tell anyone. If you're listening, don't tell anyone I said this, but I love the beach. <laughs> and I think whatever mood that you're in, if you've had a really hard week or or whatever, you're going through a tough time. Every time you go to the beach or in nature and you listen to good music, it's always going to finish by feeling better and feeling totally better. Totally agree. So that's the goal. That's what I'm about. So, um, so yeah. you've been teaching on the beach Mm-hmm. Um, you've been teaching in the nature, probably mm-hmm. some indoor um, locations as well, yes. right? Yep. So tell me about the most magical event that Indoors. you've ever organized at Sound Yoga. Indoors? Or Everything. All, yeah, the indoor ones are also cozy. Again. Or maybe you can give me one indoor and one outdoor yeah. because it's hard to compare them. That's right? absolutely right. It's yeah. totally different vibe. Yeah. I'm all about the vibe. <laughs> indoor... We did a midnight corporate event. 
okay. for night midnight. workers. Yeah, yeah. We were like, midnight? That's crazy. That was really interesting because everyone was night workers, so they had a lot of energy. Um, and that was really fun. There was 60 of us. It was almost like a party. Oh, that's a big group. A big group, yeah. And we had, I have like a video that I made of it. And um, and it's such a big group. And it was with these like glow-in-the-dark um, <laughs> bracelets. And it was almost like a little rave, like a rave for people who don't like to take drugs you know like yeah. you just want to feel this high of movement yeah. and music and and that was really groovy because I was skeptical that these people they looked skeptical but they did it and they loved it and outdoor wine was definitely um oh I mean the beach it's hard to decide because the beach is so beautiful and there's been days where it's just been like wow this feeling of connection and afterwards like people and even during people are so happy but I loved our door festival last year that was so beautiful because it was a vibe of music lovers. Mm-hmm. We did it every morning at the green camping and people were tired. Some people hadn't even slept. They mm. hadn't had any sleep and they turned up to class every day. And I was blown away that. Um, and I think as a freelancer, like when you create something yourself or when you go for something on your own, you know, and you do it, that's also this feeling of like, wow, I did this. This is so freaking cool. And people like what I'm serving and what I'm giving and like, not only that, but I get to meet really cool freaking people whilst I'm doing it. And that week was dope because, yeah, we just met such such a cool vibe of people. And, yeah, that was for sure one of the best outdoor weeks we had. What was the surrounding like? I mean... Mm, that's a good idea. We'll paint a picture. So it-, it was at the camp camping area, green camping. Okay. So everyone was camping. Um then there was also a cafe behind us, like a really cool bar where they, people were walking around us. There were hammocks. People were, people were relaxing. It's the green camping. So they were, they were relaxing, having a good time, getting in a good vibe before class. So it was like this cool vibe of people waking up at the festival, walking around, seeing these headphones that we were setting up and asking like, what is this? And um, it was a very warm summer. We had a beautiful summer, as you know, Ching, last summer was so warm. And we had a, you know, a little cover over us, so we weren't too hot. But it was just like this really warm practice and like physically warm, but also like, like mentally it was like felt really warm. And also, I think it's very important in that kind of environment. I mm-hmm. mean, during a music festival sure. to kind of use the the noise canceling headset to create your own bubble. Totally. In the middle of, I don't know, madness, chaos. Totally. Right? Oh my gosh, you're like you know this concept. I yeah, that's it. And I think people are waking up, some people are noisy. Maybe there's even sometimes there was even music going at the beginning. But as soon as they put their headphones on, I just had like every day we had 55 people just fully immersed in this zone, fully focused. So they couldn't hear the past people walking by or saying like, what are they doing? Or like yoga, blah, blah, blah. They didn't hear that. So that was really cool because it fully blocks out the noise as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, Molly. It seems that there's a lot of um, competition in your field of teaching mm-hmm. yoga. Mm-hmm. Because if I Google yoga studio mm-hmm. in Ghent, there would be so 20, <laughs> 20 results popping up. So many. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what makes you stand out among all the yoga teachers? What do you think yeah. is the unique selling point for yeah. sound on yoga? 
That's fun. It's a nice question. I'm not always very good at um, selling myself, but I, I definitely think everyone does yoga for a different reason. I think we talked about this at lunch together the other day. It was so nice. Such a good lunch, by the way. Um, we we talk about it and we say like, okay, I want to start yoga because maybe you want to start yoga because you are on a lot of pressure at work and you feel like you're burning out and you just need to to find something to deeply relax you. Or maybe you're feeling really stiff in your body and you want to start yoga because you want to get more flexible. Or maybe you want to start yoga because you want to meet people, right? That's kind of where I'm coming in. And, and from my perspective, there are so many different teachers and I think everyone's suited to a different vibe or, you know, everyone's got their unique selling points or their unique um, magic that they bring to their practice that they teach. For me, I think a lot of people come to my class and my outdoor classes with Sound On Yoga because they want to connect so not necessarily like connecting with each other but yeah like first of all connecting with everything around them so what I am really quite good at or not good at but I'm experienced at is bringing in the qualities of nature into our yoga practice so we take yoga out of the studio and into nature because we want uh we want to feel like there's more than just the poses. Yoga is so much more grand and more beautiful than just being about the asana, the poses. And that's where when I'm teaching, we incorporate the elements of nature. So we incorporate the the beautiful sand that we feel. You know, we might say, let's feel the sand or we become more present with the trees around us. So we might be lying down in Shavasana and we wake up and, and I say, look at the beautiful trees like what do you see what do you feel and so yoga the you know yoga is a sanskrit word right and um it's what does it mean actually in sanskrit yeah so that's it yoga means unity in english Ah. yeah unity so mind body breath connection right right but also i believe yoga this unity can be so much more expansive So we can create this, you know, connection between our body and nature. And my um, reminder when I'm teaching and my intention and my goal is to help you be reminded that you are also deeply connected to nature. Can this unity also be interpreted as a sort of like harmony? Yeah, totally. Mm. There's lots of meanings to Mm. it. But harmony is a beautiful word as well, I think. Harmony and, and just oneness could be Mm. some people call it god universe it could be you know it could be many things um love i always say is 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 part of harmony and you know you can never have too much love and that's what i love to teach and i think that's why people find these classes and they come back to it and we have this beautiful group of people of like-minded people yeah that's that's really important to yeah to have your loyal students Mm. that actually resonate Mm -hmm. with your studio and your concept and its warm sense of community yeah that's it because yeah community that's it and you know like you can practice on your own and and i often do and you do as well right and i think that's that's so important just we don't always have time to go out you know but but in summer bringing people out to do something outdoors and expand their comfort zones and practice in public and nature is like 
such a vibe and and it creates this community i see people making friends after class you know i see people talking to each other and sometimes at the beginning i'm even like before we start like i want you to say hello to the person to your right and your left give them a high five or you know just something that that brings people together and, and creates a connection so they feel very welcome and invited um, into the class i can definitely validate that as one of your unique selling points oh <laughs> i love that okay Be- <laughs> yeah because i feel you're okay. you're very good at and also you pay a lot of attention to really listening to your students mm. what they need what they actually like and mm. enjoy mm. or not mm-hmm. then you can you can tweak it you can you can adjust it and you try it and you can just repeat yeah yeah we never stop learning, right? Mm. Like anything, like if you're a freelancer, I think it's the same thing, right? You you never stop reflecting. And um, and also your natural energy, just to be very, yeah. you know, warm-hearted and, oh, and, and I welcoming. receive that so nicely. That's so nice. You, I'm, you I'm pretty say. sure you get a lot of similar feedback like this yeah. from your students, right? Yeah, I yeah. do. And I think it just like totally warms my heart because that's that's what I want. That's my goal because... After COVID, we were so isolated for so long. And I think we've, I personally sometimes think, have I held on to this isolation feeling of of not connecting more? And, you know, we're online a lot on our phones, but the real connection is human connection is energy. And like, I just love it. And I love it so much. And, and I'm glad that people feel so, um, like it served them something mm. that's that's great to hear and also i think in our competitive especially the competitive western culture yeah um, totally. i'm not sure if you're familiar with this concept of zero-sum game Mm-mm. in other words it's no. like yeah like life is limited with resources with the yeah. availability of resources yeah so basically because resources are limited if mm-hmm. you gain then i lose because the pie is just this big yeah so if you take one big piece mm-hmm. there's not much left for me okay right? what or how important do you think it is to have a mindset of abundance i think it's super important and it's so especially these days like the algorithm is anyone on instagram the algorithm constantly tells you you're not doing enough that you're not going to get enough work that someone else is going to get the jobs over you it's so natural and normal to feel that way and i have something really interesting to share with that so mm. i feel this feeling tell me if i'm going off topic hitching but for me like when we care so much about what we do or create it's really normal to feel triggered and feel this what's the word like um mindset lack mindset scarcity scarcity yeah Mm. scarcity mindset and i get that like i i feel that often and i think the most important thing is that we um instead of feeling guilty or angry or frustrated and go down that path is that we implement especially as freelancers a really good practice to stop and and flip that mindset so i have yeah right and and so i have um something I can share if, if you want, Go ahead, um, please. if we have time. Yeah. Um, so it might sound a little, um, 
like woo woo again um but I'm a yoga teacher and this is like if you're listening to a yoga teacher you got to expect this um and I'm really passionate about serving and helping others to feel that abundance mindset through my classes and and also yeah I have to remind myself this so this helps me it helps me to stay grounded when I'm feeling scarcity mindset and hopefully it might help you too so I'm going to tell you so here it is (laughs) a two-step thing so take some notes time to take (laughs) that's it get your notepad out get your your phone or whatever you're doing so take a moment and maybe you can do this too Jing, if you want so step number one so whatever you're doing whether that's sitting here together maybe that's maybe you're on your phone maybe you're you're driving right now and you're listening to this podcast so i want you to take a moment and just when you feel that arise in your body i want you to firstly You need to face how you're feeling instead of guilting yourself, getting angry. I want you to pause and I want you to close your eyes. So you can close your eyes. And I want you to take a moment to just take a couple of really deep breaths. So you just take a breath in through the nose. Maybe open the mouth and then sigh out. Yeah. And just keep breathing and as you do that take a moment to notice the feelings that are arising and just truly acknowledge whatever comes in without pushing those feelings away or shaming yourself for them step number two you're going to ask yourself this question am i going to let this feeling or these feelings feed my body with fear Or am I going to let what I'm feeling fuel my body up with light? Yeah, and I want you to get really intentional. So let that feeling fuel your body with motivation and let it be the fuel that inspires you and really connects you even deeper to clarity on what it is that you want to keep creating yeah and I want you to imagine yourself really feeling this energy in your body of just like flipping completely switching this mindset of lack and mindset of scarcity and fear and really let it fill you up with positivity and intention and whatever that might be motivation to be inspired and let that person or that thing inspire you so when we do this beautiful when we do this all right so babes when you do this it's like first of all you're taking what is perceived as a negative intention and you're switching it up into making it a positive uh, experience or negative experience to a positive experience or in woo-woo terms you take a lower vibrational energy and you're literally lifting the energy to a high vibration so that's in you that energy in you and the energy around you and this is not easy it is a practice just like yoga it's a practice so the more clear and, and, and intentional we can stop our thoughts and and flip that mindset the easier it's going to be and I think that's something sometimes we have to do daily even especially when you work on your own a lot and you have to motivate and 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 pat yourself on the back and give yourself encouragement 
But I think with all of this, you just need to be gentle with yourself because it's, yeah, it's, it's not a easy. tough, tough world. It's so out tough. There. It's so tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mm. one of the things that I learned from the past two to three years mm. is that treat people gently because mm. you really don't know what kind of struggle they're going through mm-hmm. behind that face that still smiles. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so true. What would you say is now the biggest challenge for, not for you as a yoga teacher, but Mm. actually for the development, business development of Mm. your yoga studio? Well, you probably already know the weather is one, (laughs) but uh, but (laughs) that's normal. Winter is coming. Winter is coming, yeah. Winter is here. (laughs) Yeah, but where the biggest challenge is that I am doing a lot of it on my own. Mm, um right. and you know because i'm i'm independent so i'm i'm doing much of it on my own but the biggest challenge is growing it in a way that feels aligned to me whether that is having another teacher in the future or a few teachers but just doing that on my own can be sometimes quite scary that's that's one of my biggest challenges is where am i going to go with this beautiful experience And I want to keep sharing it with people in different ways. But how is it going to, what's the right path is just Mm. believing in what my path is and and knowing what I, where I want to take this. That's the challenge personally. Have you thought about whether you're going to scale up the business and hire yoga teachers as staff Mm. or are you just going to work with other freelance teachers? Yeah, I mean, it is a, it's a tricky thing specifically for an outdoor studio because we run our season from April until September. Um, so to hire someone just for those months mm. can be tricky. It's summer, Very costly. right? And mostly yoga studios shut down during summer, and and a lot of um, teachers I know go on holidays during that time. So, yeah, I think I would like next year to have um, some guest teachers offering mm. a different experience on like right. a Saturday night sunset session or something really cool. And so, because um, I think you all have your own specializations, right? Totally. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone else who also has some people who love, love nature and can incorporate, you know, our core values of, you know, bringing nature into the practice and making it more than just being about the poses and connection, but someone who has a little different flair or like a different flavor of taste and, um, someone who doesn't look like me as well, you know, like you've got Molly every Sunday and Saturday, but someone who has something else to offer. Yeah. Also maybe from a different culture, uh, um, maybe not a woman, maybe a man or, or an other person, whatever that looks like. That's what I'm working on this winter. And I would love to bring that to people with this concept next year. But don't ever stop teaching, promise me, because people love uh, hanging out with you. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my gosh. There's actually one little thing I'm working on mm-hmm. at the moment. I'm actually doing my DJ course. So I'm studying and practicing DJing live. Because wow. Yeah, I love music. I love, love music. As you know, I've been doing it for three years. I already know what works and what doesn't work. But just to be able to do it live, then if I have someone else um, teaching it, that would be sick. But imagine next year at Durch Music Festival, you can teach people yoga and you can DJ. 
Yeah. On the main stage. Ooh, How cool that is would that? be cool. I don't know if I can I do two things at once. <laughs> DJ and also teach. Like, let's do it. No, I don't like, think that's possible. No, no. But I'll DJ and yeah, find someone. That would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's freelancing. You can just create and then yeah. Wow. It was it was such a nice talk. There there's one last thing that mm-hmm. I really want to talk to you about because I think mm. you're the person perfect person to talk to. Oh my gosh, I'm ready um, for it. Let's go. It's about partnership. Yes. It's a very interesting topic mm-hmm. because you have your life partner yep. also as your business partner. Yes. So far, I guess it's working. Yep. So yep. what's your recipe for yeah, success? My, my recipe um, for success. I let's love say, it. you know, being in it together. Yes. Yep. Marriage, career. Yeah. By the way, All of it. congratulations. If I oh, may. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting married in April in Bali. In Bali. Yeah, so I'm, pl- I'm wedding planning right now. Can't be better than that. Oh my gosh, I'm it? so excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be worth it in the end, worth, worth all the planning. But this is such a good question. Just like we said before, it's a practice. It's not always easy, but the... Um, have you my- said rules? Yeah. Or do you have right. any no-go zones right. or so areas? I, I think it's only, I've been thinking about this. So it's really been the last year, 2022, that I think we've gotten better at this. Because my partner, Tom, he's amazing. He's my cheerleader, like just fully supports me, but it's also the technical specialist. So we have a lot of equipment with headphones and he does all that stuff. Yeah, um, maybe elaborate right. more on his yeah. role in this business. Sure. So you started the business together mm-hmm. in 2019, yeah. right? Yeah, mm. just just the end of 20, yeah, 20, beginning of 2019. Mm. So he... Um, really created the concept so that we could do it without power and do it in any location and um you know found the head the right headphones and the, just the right equipment that it runs smoothly and you have crystal clear sound in your ears and it's it's technically really seamless that when people come to a class they don't notice how much hard work has gone into it to all the perfecting of it's like a podcast right there's so much that goes into it so that that he does all the behind the scenes work there um, he also helps me since this is a freelance podcast. I'm maybe there's a, quite a few women listening as well. Um, I personally find it's quite difficult to negotiate and, you know, write things in a way that talks my concept up. And as a woman, I find that's quite difficult. And I think the, the male energy has really helped there as well with that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, but if we have a, a recipe, I would say because the the work life balance is difficult, right? You can you can talk about work all of the time, and we do. We love to talk about it, especially if you're freelance and you love what you do, and you just want to keep going and keep going. But you have to remember we. <laughs> We worked really hard the first two years and I reached a point where I was almost, all we ever talked about was work. But by the way, he has a full-time job, right? He does, yeah. He's, he's a Brownsley man. Yeah, he's a firefighter. Yeah. And he's also, he's got like a PhD in biology, but he's a firefighter. <laughs> so he's like really random and he's just super excited. Amazing. and Amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's also like got this uh, this open entrepreneurial mindset, which helped me step into to what we do now. Yeah. And, and we, we kind of set up not like rules. As, actually, we do have one rule. Big rule, no phone in the bed. Mm. No phone in the bed. Oh my gosh. It's so easy to just, when you are waiting for an email that you really hope for or something or someone messages you and you're like, okay, you could just work all night on in your bed. But 
we have that rule because from the very beginning or not from the very beginning mm. again since 2022 yeah mm. no phone in the yeah. bed um and just how do we like come to this point where we both can talk about what we do but after eight o'clock we like to switch off and just enjoy whatever that is like okay we're gonna watch a tv show together or we're gonna do some yoga together I normally like to practice if I'm practicing yoga myself I practice it in the evening and after we have a long day of work and sitting that's where because I know Ching you like to work uh, do some yoga in the morning yeah I like to start my day with that yeah Um, it sounds like you have a really good like people are different yeah and Mm. you have a really good little morning routine and um that's that's like our recipe for success but like yeah like having something that is sacred to you so I love to move in the morning no phone in the bed and let's maybe dive a bit deeper into conflict management how do you do that when and how do you reconcile because I I think for me it doesn't matter if it's your life partner or your business partner mm we're all different so conflicts Mm. different opinions it's inevitable totally but how do you reconcile that's more important with Mm. my partner yeah well mm. that is a really good question yeah especially when 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 it concerns the business Mm. yeah totally it happens often um Hmm. we don't always get it right but here's the thing again being gentle with each other right you know like empathy yeah and and taking breaks sometimes when we've been in like a big conflict about how business things should go or, you know, even like the location, like it's got to be here. And then I'll say, no, it needs to be here because oh, really? of this reason. Yeah. Like you me too. You argue about that? Yeah. Even something as simple as Does that. Does he like, even have anything to say about it? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think also because I, I ask him questions. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll want his opinion. Yeah. We really value our partner's yeah. input. That's it. That's yeah. it. We want want their opinion but then at the end of the day knowing when to be like okay actually I really appreciate that but at the end of the day this is where we're going to do this thing you know because also do yeah like other people's I want his opinion on you know what's going to be the most comfortable area that my yogis are going to feel relaxed in and is the sun going to shine too much on this time of day and da 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 but when we get into a conflict about yeah it could be anything negotiating or it could be negotiating a, something that we're a project that we're working on for example yeah it can get quite warm and quite heated at the end of the day like we care about each other so much so we can get really angry and annoyed but just taking like a time out and being like you know what let's just come back to this later so in yoga we say awareness so it's just bringing awareness when you're in it, when you're in this like conflict or you're getting angry because also if you're working with your partner in any way, you, you're you more expressive, you're more passionate, you you, you tell each other more Definitely. things. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you wouldn't talk to a colleague in your office mm, yeah. like that. So it's like respect, but also like when you're in the middle of it, finding that practice again of pausing and being like, you know what, this isn't getting anywhere, we're going in circles let's just come back to this later because let's just do something fun and like do something fun but sometimes i feel like that's the most difficult part because it is um, difficult we i don't know we're so bad at emotion management Mm. in front of the people that we're the closest to don't you think yeah yeah we often the people we're closest to i wouldn't say we the people we're often closest to we often overflow our emotions to them you know and and that's normal and I don't think I actually have the, the the right answer for it but I think at the end of the day like 
just respect and and kindness and compassion for them knowing that they always have the best interest in in you as well every time they especially a male energy um because both of our partners are, are men they have a male energy so they they are very logical and that's great very logical practical um and they will give you an answer that you don't always you know it's not like a soft answer like you're not you're not listening you're not hearing me or whatever you know but then understanding that they have a different way of offering their empathy or offering their help and yeah being grateful that they have the best intention always yeah and sometimes knowing that you can answer <laughs> your own question too you know I always keep in mind yeah. that it's yeah. never you against me but yeah. you and me together against yeah. the problem or the yeah. issue last question for you Molly what is the one myth about yoga practice mm-hmm. that you want to debunk debunk there yeah. are many myths about a yoga practice but i will say the number one quite or the number one thing i receive when i say to people i'm a yoga teacher the first thing they will say is i can't do yoga i'm not flexible mm. right oh my gosh i if i could count how many times i was asked that you do not need to be flexible to practice yoga. If you are closing your eyes for 30 seconds and practicing bringing your awareness to your breath and the present moment, that is yoga. yoga. You are practicing yoga. So that's the myth. You don't need to be flexible. Yoga can change your life, especially if you're a freelancer and, and you do a lot of your work on your own, um, giving, gifting yourself the time and the space to find a yoga practice that you enjoy you can join me outdoors if you want um, in summer but just finding a moment to yourself to practice yoga is beautiful and you you might get a little bit more flexible that's a side effect but you don't have to be flexible to practice yoga three more questions to end today's show go for it um that i will ask every single guest of mine Mm -hmm. the next thing to accomplish on your bucket list oh yes to lead a class live as a DJ yogi and have Ooh. yeah and have someone else teach it and me mix the music live that's my bucket list it's in crazy. Molly's words how sick is that Ooh, if you great. could invite three people to dinner yep. anyone you want who would it be and why oh okay definitely my grandmother I never met her her name is Emerald her first name my middle name's Emerald after my grandma and I'm <sighs> Yeah, I feel like we were really connected. Um, she she sounds really similar. She was also a, da- a dancer. And so she passed away before you were born. Yeah, already. she did. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, when my mom was much younger. So I would love to meet her. That would be like my dream. Second person is probably Ramdas or Baba Ramdas, and he's like a spiritual. Um, he's American. He's uh, he was a spiritual teacher and just oh he's got so many beautiful beautiful such beautiful mind and I think I would just love to sit down and have dinner with him that's so good um and probably I love music I love Ella Fitzgerald so she's a she was a beautiful singer really heartfelt music and I would love to have dinner with those three people would just be so nice what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given Mm, that the universe is abundant there i was taught there are literally eight billion people in this world right now right almost eight there is an abundant amount of success to go around for both yourself and for 
everyone else in your field. You deserve to take up space. You deserve to be seen, to be heard, and you owe it to others to show up because you've got a gift that you can bring, but other people aren't going to experience that gift of yours if you don't bring it. So show up and don't be afraid to just give it your all for other people. So I love that ending. You or we don't really need to take anything away from anyone mm. in order to thrive or prosper. Right, yeah. Thank you so much, Molly. Uh, it was you, such a sick conversation. Congratulations. Uh, you will be the most beautiful bride <sighs> in the most beautiful location, <gasps> surrounded by the most beautiful people in this <sighs> world. In Chinese, yeah. when people are getting married, we always say, well, as a kind of wish to them, yeah. we say, 执子之手,与子偕老. That means hand in hand, we grow old together till the end of life. That's such a beautiful saying. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you you for coming here today and have this chat with me. Oh yeah, before we go, tell people where they can find you. How do they connect with you? Oh, okay. Um, That's a good question. Okay, so you can find us on instagram on the insta at sound on yoga that's where we offer all of our classes for summer um, between april and september and also pop-up events during winter Um, you can find us on facebook as well and also our website www.soundonyoga.com thanks for tuning in today This is the Freelance Forward podcast, a show by freelancers and for freelancers. If you want to be part of this journey, join the community on our Facebook group, Freelancers in Belgium, or get in touch via podcast at freelancersinbelgium.be. Feel free to ask questions and suggest guests, because we love your feedback. My name is Ching Chen. I hope you remember to take extra good care of yourself as you do your work out in the world. Keep on freelancing and till the next episode.